Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Facebook's latest fix for fake news Ask Users What They Trust by Natasha Tiku. Mark Zuckerberg promised to spend 2018 fixing Facebook. Last week, he addressed Facebook making you feel bad. Now, he's on to fake news. Late Friday, Facebook buried another major announcement at the end of the week how to make sure that users see high quality news on Facebook. Facebook's solution? Let its users decide what to trust. On the difficult problem of fixing fake news, Zuckerberg took the path with the least responsibility for Facebook, but described it as the most objective. We could try to make that decision ourselves, but that's not something we're comfortable with, Zuckerberg wrote on his Facebook page. We considered asking outside experts, which would take the decision out of our hands but would likely not solve the objectivity problem. We decided that having the community determine which sources are broadly trusted would be the most objective. The vetting process will happen through Facebook's ongoing quality surveys, the same surveys it uses to ask whether Facebook is a force for good in the world and whether the company seems to care about its users. Now, Facebook will ask users if they are familiar with a news source and, if so, whether they trust the source. According to Zuckerberg, these surveys will help the truth about trustworthiness rise to the top. The idea is that some news organizations are only trusted by their readers or watchers, and others are broadly trusted across society, even by those who don't follow them directly. It's tempting to read a lot into Zuckerberg's words, especially when the missive was so short on details. The perils are evident. Bad actors can game the survey. This only increases filter bubbles. After the year Facebook just had, how can you possibly think the masses can be objective?
Relying on users lets them sidestep allegations of bias and take steps to fix it without directly becoming the dreaded arbiter of truth, says researcher Rene DeResta, a technologist who's been studying the manipulation of social media platforms. Facebook did not immediately return a request for comment. There's a good chance the new policy could cause as many problems as it solves. For the best-known media brands, the survey could be a leg up. But what about niche publications that have narrow but credible readerships? Does this mean that National Review or Slate are deemed untrustworthy because they have definitive points of view? Do they get put in the same bucket as Fox and MSNBC? What about BuzzFeed, where fun distractions and deep investigations all show up under the same URL? Jason Kent, CEO of Digital Content Next, a trade association representing content companies, likes the idea of using brands as a proxy for trust. But the details are really important, he says. What matters most is how this is being messaged. Facebook is clearly scrambling as the industry, Washington, and the global community are losing trust in them. There's nothing worse to a company long term. This isn't Facebook's first attempt to address fake news. Its previous effort flopped a few weeks ago. Facebook thought putting disputed flags on fake news stories would help out, but people only clicked more. Despite Zuckerberg's reluctance to work with outsiders, experts probably could have warned him about human nature. The survey strategy may fall prey to the same misunderstanding of people. Chris Tolles, the CEO of media site Topics, is familiar with the problem. As a news aggregator, we wrestled with this, he says. People who actually share news, news is a weapon. It's not to inform, it's to injure. It's a social justice identitarian, a person with an axe to grind, or it's a journalist. They're not sharing news to inform, they're trying to convince you of something. It comes with a point of view. The root of the problem, according to Tolles, trust is not objective. The interpretation of objectivity varies wildly between Democrats and Republicans, and Internet users themselves may not be a trustworthy bunch. Zuckerberg's post also mentioned refocusing on local news, which Toll says is just as fraught. It's vicious all the way down to the local crime report. I think they've got an impossible task. Last week, the company said it was stepping away from news. This week, they said we're going to try to do the hardest thing in the world, which is try to decide which narrative is true, says Tolls. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.